Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. What's going on, everybody? It's Kevin Lewis White. Just beamed down from the fifth dimension to spend some time with you guys all here on the Beyond Borders podcast. The views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the host, Beyond Borders Media. And trust me, if you hear something you didn't like, go do your research. If I call my woman right now, she'll say yes. You know what that means, folk? She submitted to me. I'm just fucking with y'all. I'm just playing. <laughs> folk, this is an impromptu show, Beyond Borders with Rose Gold and K-Gravity. Now, Rose Gold ain't here because she's at work. She's earning money because essentially she's an essential worker, and I love her for that. But you know me, um, approaching an OG, and I like to stay low key, unless I'm talking about black issues, and then I ruffle some feathers that people don't like. But that's you know that's how I do it every time I push record. And really quick before we start, as y'all know, tomorrow is our one year anniversary of this podcast, so we will be live right here on Kid Gravity Beyond at 8 o'clock. I don't know who's going to show up. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to have an interesting topic for y'all. And I swear to God, if there's enough people there, I'm going to piss somebody off. So today, 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 like I said, impromptu show. I was on a panel Thursday over on the You Know That's Real TV page. And they do good content over there, great content. So check them out. Subscribe if you can. And we were talking about submission and cooperation and why men do not want alpha women. And my guest today was on that panel as well with the ultimate black man. And it got heated and it got controversial. And people in the comment section did not like what we were saying. And I even think I saw a woman say that we suck, but that's okay. <laughs> everybody's, in, everybody's entitled to their opinion when it comes to the subject. So I said I wanted to bring the brother on to talk and maybe get more of his views because that was a fatal four-way match. And then it became Ultimate Black Man versus this brother and... I don't like confrontation between black men because it strengthens the black women who don't like us. It strengthens their narrative. So I am on with long live C. I don't give out governments unless they want to. So I'm going to let him introduce himself and then we'll get into it. Hey, it's long live C. Yeah. Uh, first, let me start by saying congratulations on your one year anniversary. That's a lot of commitment for anybody doing anything that they're not forced to do. So mm-hmm. round of applause for that. I don't know if you got a soundboard, but go oh, ahead no, and we're clap not, it we're up. We're not that updated yet. <laughs> go ahead and clap it up. But yeah, we could just go yeah. by. We could just go by long live C for right now. And you know, I didn't uh I didn't feel confronted. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't feel confronted. I felt like um maybe he heard some things that he didn't like mm-hmm. and he heard some counterpoints that he didn't like and he resorted to insults at that point in time at which cases that's fine to me because i'll just insult you back but i'm much more interested in a one-on-one clear dialogue i feel you and i do not again i do not like black men yelling at each other because then we go to guns and then you know what happened your bitch is gonna fuck somebody else but today 
we're not going to, well, we're going to talk about that. But first things first. I don't speak for other black men. So hopefully you too, if you do speak again, you can rationally talk, but I'll let Gabe sort that out. I appreciate the brother and I appreciate his platform. He helped get me on and get my voice out to, to his followers. So I give him respect on that. So like I said, you two had a little heated exchange. Y'all you know, figure that out. It's not of me to hold grudges. So we come That's together fine. again and talk, then it's all yeah. good. If we don't, we don't. I don't hold grudges. That was then. This is now. We were conversing. Right. This is the barbershop, and we know how right. heated it gets in the barbershop. Right. Unless That's Obama cool. was in office, then it wasn't that heated, but we're not going to go there today. <laughs> my reservations about that man. I, I talk about enough of him on the show. But, yes, the show was about alpha women and why we don't like it. Now, I'm of the belief that alpha women, they're necessary, but they shouldn't be as many as there are now. And then I don't know if Chris disagrees with me on that because he had some very strong points about alpha women. So before we start, how is your view of alpha women? I mean, my, my view of alpha women is the same from my view of alpha men. These are people who take initiative, who take charge, who realize that they have the most agency in their life, who believe in themselves, who are confident individuals. Um, I don't too much believe in putting people in boxes. However, I do understand that sometimes people do portray a certain pattern of behavior. And I think that's about as good as it gets. I think we're, we as people are very dynamic and it's, it's intellectual ignorance to put us in boxes, to put us in predetermined categories. Mm. Yeah, because even when when you're on that show, you said that we're not wolves and we shouldn't be out. We shouldn't be labeled alphas and all that. And I wanted to disagree, but you know, there was that whole dust up, so I couldn't get a word in edgewise, so I shut up. But we know in this day and age, especially with human beings, everybody's labeled somehow, positive or negative. I know a lot of people think that it's not worthy of it, but you got to understand that's how society is nowadays. I agree. And labels, and labels determine how people approach you and how people react to you. I agree. And I mean, so what I was getting at with that, mm-hmm. when he, when, he, when uh, UBM was speaking about wolves, what I was getting at more along with that is that since we are humans and we've kind of transcended the quote unquote um, autonomy way of life where we don't do everything the same way all the time like we commonly observe animals in the wild do I don't think we can be compared to wolves because we've grown into something much more greater than the common animal and that's not to say that my life is more precious than the life of a dog or anything like that but as a as an intelligent self-aware creature we've reached another level in that you know animals haven't written out multiple forms of government animals haven't constructed quote-unquote militaries and weaponry and stuff like that like yeah they have they have like um hive hierarchies that you see with like bees and stuff but they don't quite have anything like theocracy democracy things like that animals don't have philosophy they don't have the socrates and things like that so i don't think that it's responsible to compare us to animals directly when we're talking when we're talking about this Mm. wouldn't you think lions are kind of like the exception to that though maybe wolves wasn't the best analogy as far as alphas yeah like we know that the male lion is running the pride, correct? And correct. Say that one male lion dies, the next one comes over. We know from science that they would kill the kids, the cubs, because he doesn't want to raise those kids. 
he wants his own line. So I'm not saying that's an alpha trait, but I'm saying maybe lines would have been a better analogy. Uh, I disagree only because, like I said, it's it's autonomy to them. It's automatic to them. That is what they that is what they do for now and for now in the foreseeable future and for the passive things. And there's no lion Socrates. You know, there's no lying philosopher saying like, hey, we should do things differently. They I guess you didn't watch Lion King, did you? <laughs> Once when I was a kid. Once when I was a kid. Uh, I uh, at least the, you didn't watch the bullshit. Uh, yeah, I didn't get the horror Don't watch that bullshit. I didn't get the, yeah. You're going to hate Beyonce but, uh, more. But uh, I just feel like, I feel like as we grow, as as people, as human beings, we can learn from we can learn from history and we can become better and more dynamic over time. I mean, I don't think that anybody every I don't think that anybody should be put in a box and then judged about their ability to be in that box. I think especially when we're talking about relationships, people should have the roles that suit and fit them. I think when we're talking about alpha male, alpha woman, beta male, beta woman, you know, I think all four of those have the capacity to either be good or bad in those stereotypes. Mm. But to me, the the whole like alpha male, alpha female, beta male, beta female, or beta female thing, all of that, you know, I feel like when we force people to fit into those dynamics, it kind of becomes like, uh, public schooling where we know that school might not be the best for everybody, but everybody is expected to graduate from school. You know what I'm that's saying? Only because of, that's only because of social promotion. Right. But you know, the alpha male, the alpha male beta female thing is a is a form of social promotion. Not really because the beta female don't uh and the, the idea of it. The idea of the it. The idea, is. yes, but that doesn't work nowadays because we we flipped that because now the beta male is getting more attention than the alpha male. The alpha male now is the negative person. You know, because I, we changed this. You know what it is? It all of this is about standards, and we change it so much that we don't know we don't have an acceptable standard. I agree. So the alpha female can do the minimum. Okay, for example, like you see them women on, on IG and Twitter talking about, oh, I have this, that, and the third. I pay my own bills. And they talk about, yeah, I'm a boss bitch and all that. I look at it and say, you know what? You're an adult. If I ran out there and said that, nobody's going to call me an alpha male. Now, if I build like a pipeline in Africa and get 100 million people water, I'm going to be alpha forever. I, I agree. Think it's more about what you do than what you say and we have too many alpha women especially in our community that talk too much and don't and their their work does not show it but we still give them that alpha title and now we're at the point where that standard has changed where you're doing the minimum and you're expected to call her an alpha male which we all know what that what the the synonym of that is it's called queen well, for me, in my perspective of being an alpha or beta, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you how to define yourself as a man, and I'm pretty sure you have no intentions to telling me, right? No. Okay. So, you right now, you have a definition of what a man is, how they conduct themselves, and that's how you model your behavior and your goals and who you aspire to be off of that ideal man in your head. That's who you want to be for your family. That's who you want to be for yourself. That may be different from mine mm -hmm. and that's fine. And that's fine. When you're alpha, you're living in, you're living in that, you're living in that idea. You're living in that truth. I can't define that for you because we've lived drastically different lives. Right. As far as I'm concerned, we both, as far as I know, we both identify as black men and that's all the commonality that we have. So maybe my, maybe my goals as a man don't necessarily align with your goals as a man, 
But when we become alpha man is when we sit on our goals, when we sit on our convictions, when we don't contradict ourselves, when our convictions don't disappear when they're tested, when we don't only stand on things when it's convenient. For me, alpha man or woman comes into play when you don't feel like you have to front for Instagram, where you don't feel like you have to front for social media, where you don't feel like you are impacted by the conduct, the behaviors, the actions, the words of others around you, when you are solid and still in spirit within yourself. That's awful for me because you look at those women, you know, maybe they got like an OnlyFans on Facebook, you know, some of the women who lie, you know, on the internet, I know because I just watched one of my friends' friend do it, and they were they were like showing me the screenshot. We were sitting down where they were doing it. You know, they were fronting for Twitter. My man paid for all of this. My man paid for that. And it's like, no, they don't, because we know you and we know what you're going through in real life. But you're fronting for Twitter and Instagram. That's not alpha shit. If you out here taking care of business, whether um, it's your OnlyFans or you or you sell like your own merchandise or whatever and you stand on it, that's awful to me. If you put out a goal in life and you go out and you get it, that's awful to me. It's not of me to judge what others should do with their life because I haven't lived their life. But how they do it, to me, that's really where being a alpha comes into play for me. And I don't believe that it is impossible or even hard to be to have an alpha type personality and be in a relationship i know in the previous i know in the previous podcast that we did last week um some people expressed the points that if they make more money than you or things like that 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 opens the door to be disrespected and things like that and i completely disagree if a person is disrespectful they're disrespectful if a person is disrespectful if a woman becomes disrespectful after I express that I have feelings for her, that's a crazy person. I'm not going to talk to her anymore. Mm-hmm. If, um, if a woman becomes disrespectful because she makes more money than me, then that's a disrespectful person. I'm not going to talk to her anymore. And that says more about her character than it does me. So when you look at things like relationships, I say especially in relationships, rather workplace, romantic, even family relationships and friendships, those things take practice. Mm-hmm. It takes practice to learn how your personality fits with other people. Right. Okay. Well, like I said, I I get I get that, but I think maybe Okay, I'll, I'll 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 figure it out like this. Okay, so you said your definition of an alpha woman is someone that goes and gets what they need to go get, right? They do what they need to do. An alpha person, you have a you def, you've defined how you want to live your life. You've defined all of these things about your life, and you're going to make it happen. You don't you, you when you understand that you have the most agency over your life. Mm-hmm you become the most powerful person in your life. Okay. Cool. Just need some clarification. Okay. So, with the amount of people running around saying that they're alpha, how many of those do you think are really alpha? If they're running around screaming at the top of their lungs, not many. Okay. That's all I'm saying, because a lot of us aren't alpha. Well, I mean, you know, toot your own horn a little bit, but you know, the loudest person in the room can't fight. You know the, you know the, you know the routine. Yeah, the loudest <laughs> one in the room is the weakest one in the room. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you shouldn't need, you shouldn't need to validate. You just, you shouldn't need to feel like you constantly have to validate yourself. Hmm. Right, but you you know people. Like I said, there we go again with the labels again. People need those labels to feel good. Right, and I mean, you know, you know, I mean, that's fine. It has its practicality, you know, in some forms. But, you know, I think it's, 
I think it's better for people, and I think people are better when they neglect to label themselves. Like, let's take something we know, like politics or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't identify as Democrat, Republican, liberal, libertarian. Probably closest to libertarian, but I don't identify it. So you're like it. me, you're an independent. Right. So I don't identify with anything because, you know, there's stuff on all four of those that I disagree with. But when you're Donald Trump and you're a Republican and you're and you're pro-life, air quotes, by the way, for all of these, when you're quote unquote pro-life and then you take a vaccine that was used with stem cells, you come off as a hypocrite, but you cannot identify as anything. And then nobody will look at you and say, oh, that person's a hypocrite or oh, that person's this or oh, that person's that. I kind of correct you a little bit. He ain't ain't a Republican. Well. He's a moderate Democrat that that ran the Republican ticket. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. But he did identify as pro-life. Yeah, because he's Protestant. You know, you got to keep the the Catholics happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But you you see what I'm saying? When when you... When you but but and that you label vaccine, yourself, yeah. But with the vaccine, he could feign ignorance on that. Oh, I mean, he will, of course. But um, when you give yourself labels, mm-hmm. you 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 appear to people. You you have something that they can hit. You have something that they can touch. And I think that's why labels and titles are very popular amongst us as humans. Period. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta remember too, animals can't talk. Right. Until until they take over and then they gonna they gonna start quoting <laughs> you might start fucking quoting around DMX and all that. <laughs> nah. But fucking lions running up on me talking about some X are gonna give it to you. <laughs> no, that lion might go on his high lane talking about I'm gonna kill you now. Right. Like nah, you threw you threw some some food at my man over there in the Bronx Zoo in nineteen ninety four. We hey. don't forget my nigga. That'd be a hell of a fucking day. But t- well, the animal's gonna take over in about thirty years. So oh, it's oh, coming. Yeah. I, um, I know Kyle is coming for my ass. It's coming. I tell I tell all my friends like nature haters. Like we oh. got we we got technology, and if you look at like some of the things that animals do now. You know, not to go off on a tangent, but you know, rattlesnakes won't won't shake their rattle when humans are around anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, that shit like that is crazy to me because you could just be in the middle of wherever the fuck rattlesnakes are, and yeah, usually, you, yeah, usually where you would get that warning, you're not getting that warning now. You just go bite your ass. Yeah, and you're done. Well, you might be because some are poisonous, some aren't. Right. But you're gonna play with your life playing like that. But you brought up the E word. Three more weeks. <laughs> Ooh, this is gonna be fun. Twenty-one days. It's gonna be fun. Hey man, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. I know. I know. See, see, that's how. See, you know what? Unfortunately, I, that's how us as black people operate, and that's why we get in trouble every time. No, 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 no. So I say that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do everything I feel like I can do. Rather, I feel like it will or won't work mm-hmm. because I feel like we as black people, we aren't in a position to be choosy about how we conduct ourselves in this country. I tell everybody, I tell my friends, I tell. My colleagues, I tell my coworkers, if you don't like a system, you must partake in the system while you fight against it. I know a lot of people who are just like for revolution, for violent revolutionary. I know a lot of people who are just like political revolutionary and they disdain each other. And it's like, no, you need an all around attack. When you look throughout history, you know. Usually, usually violence is the tipping point. However, infiltration infiltration takes place. You know, all to them. 
everything takes place. So if you're a revolutionary and you're listening, you should vote. And you should and you should collect your guns and train say the fight. Say it again. Please say it again. <laughs> you should do everything that you feel like is in your power. Because I'm telling you right now, I've known people for over a decade before I was out of high school that said voting was rigged. And while I do not like something about the election system, like the electoral college, while I do believe that's bullshit, I'm telling you right now, uh, our current president wouldn't be doing everything that he's been trying to do to undermine the election if it was truly rigged. They would not do all the gerrymandering. They would not do all the only putting one ballot in only putting one ballot per county in Texas. They wouldn't do none of that if it was truly rigged and predetermined. And if you do believe it's truly rigged and predetermined, vote and get your guns ready. Right. Well, I said, I said, if you want to reform the Electoral College, that's fine. I'm in for a system that each state, they cast their ballots. Whoever on the ticket wins, they get one vote. And you do, since you have 51 territories, well, it's more, but, you know, if it's an odd number of territories, I think it's maybe 53 or something, or 55. First to 28 wins. You know, whoever, whoever whoever has more than 50 percent, you win. Why the hell is California getting 55 electoral votes? Like us and us, me in New York and California account for 84 votes. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. But like so many things in America, it's a relic of an old time. And when you refuse to rework, change or update these things. You know, this is what we get. The Electoral College can elect somebody who lost the popular vote. I want to I believe personally, we should abolish the Electoral College. And I think that we should um, have more than two primary candidates and we should have a system where if there if an election takes place, let's say there's four candidates up. Right. Let's say we have Democrat, Republican liberal libertarian right yeah, yeah for, more like an independent and libertarian well 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 just, independent just party them, don't get no love i'm just using them as, i'm just using them yeah. as like placeholders for an example right mm -hmm. and we should change the system to say if you want to win an election you have to get let's say 45 percent of the votes while amongst those four things and let's say voting goes out and nobody gets the 45%. We hold everything. We remove the least voted for platform from the ballot. And then people re-vote until somebody hits that threshold. So that way, so that way we're less likely to be stuck with a lesser two evil situation for the second time in a row. We're less likely to be completely unsatisfied with our options because you know, if we do it like that. And, you know, somebody only gets 17 percent and everybody else is hired. And it's like, all right, we'll get that fuck, we'll get that guy out of there. We'll bring somebody else new in and then we'll see what happens. Mm. I, I don't I don't believe that the Electoral College is a fair and honest system because it should not be able to circumvent the popular vote, in my opinion. If the president is supposed to represent the people, nothing should circumvent the popular vote. There's like five people that live in Wyoming. I don't care about how they feel. And they, ha and, and they have rights. But, you know, the president who is mostly there for foreign affairs, mostly there for foreign affairs, won't even change anything that impacts them directly. That's more for like their local elections. You know, we up until very recently with the with the last president, um, you know, um, Obama, Bush, Clinton, they did very little to no impact on our day to day life, you know. But now we have Trump. Oh Jesus Christ! We gotta, like, watch it. Now we got Trump, <laughs> and fucking, you know, we got to make sure that he's not tweeting about wanting to start World War Three at two a.m. You know, so that, that, that's what y'all were afraid of—that he was going to push the button. 
Right. So, you know, so it's different. You know, and people talk about the things that that goes on in their communities and stuff like that. And one of the big problems is, and I'm gonna take black people to task here. I hate doing it, but I'm you gonna gotta do listen, brother. I I don't I'm, know how much I'm of my show you listen to, but <laughs> I have you have I'm to do because I'm gonna do it for you. Vote local. Go to your city council meetings. Thank Go you. see who your sheriff is. I tell you, these people, black folk don't even know. I asked this on the show. Black folk, who is your district representative? Most of them don't know. Go it's an easy Google search. And, and the thing is, because and here's a here's an easy example for you to understand. You go to Best Buy, you go buy a TV, you take it home, the TV doesn't work. You don't go home. You don't go. You don't go home. Pack up the TV, return the TV to Best Buy, and say, "I want to speak to the CEO of Best Buy." No, you don't go ask the the president. I want to speak to the manager that's here. So you don't like shit in your community. Go talk to the manager that's there. You have mayors, you have city council members, you have all these things. Go get to know these people Mm -hmm. because these are the people who become politicians higher up in the hierarchy. These are the people who potentially become presidents, pretend, potentially become attorney generals. Rudy Giuliani became, became the president's personal fucking lawyer. Mm-hmm. Those are those people. So look locally. Look locally for the issue of your solutions way more than you look to the very top. It's very unrealistic to do. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. David Carroll. I'm not sure if you are. I'm not. Okay. Well, he has this saying that black people need to be politically re-educated. And I wholeheartedly believe that because we look at these ballots every four years and only care when it's the mayor, the governor, or the president. When it comes up to local leaders, especially black folks, I'm sorry, but we all know this is true. Unless they have a D next to their name, you're not voting for them. I'm I I'm still under the notion that if Obama was Republican, he might not have won. I can believe that, and I mean, you know, I don't think that's just for black people. I think uh, you'll find that with uh, white people too in the Republican yes. Party, especially especially those hardcore Southern Republicans. They would never have touched that that side. Oh, and for sure. Let's call it what it is. Obama got picked because. I'm sorry, black folk. He was black. And he was oh, smooth. for sure. He was not. We John McCain was the better was a better candidate. We know this. The only reason why he lost because he had that woman with him. If he'd have picked Rand Paul or some other lowly Republican, Obama would have got washed. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I know a lot about that election cycle. I think that's uh I can is explain that 2008. Well, is that 2008? Yeah. Yeah, I I was somewhere not paying attention to that shit. I was 18, so. <laughs> well, basically, McCain and Obama were basically in a dead heat up to the election, like the last couple months. And what did McCain in was they made Sarah Palin go outside. And she had to go talk by herself. So her oh, yeah, that was way it. away in Alaska, she, she's wasn't too hip on what was going on down here. So she went to that vice presidential debate, got washed. She went out on these on these uh, campaign tours and she couldn't even ask answer basic questions. And what ended up happening was people saw through that and said, you know what? Nah, I can't vote for this. And that hurt McCain a lot. I mean, the race was close, but it wasn't, he, he didn't have a shot. Because he was originally supposed to have Rand Paul, but I guess they wanted to try to see how it would work for a female candidate in the future. Yeah, anytime, and anytime, eight anytime, years later, we saw how that worked out. You know, anytime you have, you you can't, you just can't put a detached somebody who's detached from reality, somebody who's detached from what's going on, into that type of position. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like. You can you can kind of say Donald Trump was detached, but Donald Trump had a cult like following and somehow a reputation for being a very successful businessman. Mm-hmm. 
you know, from his from his base, even though when you look at his history, he's a he's a very failed businessman. New York is working is working overtime right now to basically make it completely public just how failed of a businessman he is by revealing his taxes. But I mean, if you if you go back and you look at his history, it should be a surprise to no one that not only is he a failed businessman, but he has a long history of racism. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, I have a I have a mentor. I have a mentor. I have a white mentor. I have multiple mentors, but I have one that's white. And I like to talk to him about things. He identifies as Republican. He's breaking to vote for Biden to get Trump out. And he's like, you know, after talking, he, he finally figured out, you know, like the difference, you know, as black people, you know, we had to talk, you know, we had to talk with our parents about how to interact with police. We have to talk with our parents about not wearing our hoods in the store and not having our hands in the pocket in the store like that. You know, we have all of these talks and, and these things that we already have to deal with because we're black. We have a rich history. We have a rich negative history in this country specifically for being black. So as black people, one of the first things to come to our minds is that, oh yeah, I'm a black person. White people aren't afforded. White people are afforded a luxury that them being white commonly in this country is something that's very far down the line for them. They don't have to remember the fact that they're white when they go apply for jobs. They don't have to remember the fact that they're white when they interact with police. They don't have to remember the fact that they're white when they go into the store. So, you know, my mentor's dad told him like, hey, when you see a cop, you know, you shake his hand, you give him a thumbs up because he's protecting the community. And my dad, who is a cop, told me never to talk to cops. So I say that to say when you have white people um, looking at Donald Trump as a candidate, I was in culinary school in 2015, in 2016. And I had had white classmates like, dude, he won't win. He's a racist asshole and stuff like that. But, you know, these are white millennials, not, you know, older white people who tend to base, who tend to vote more. And it's like, dude, they don't give a fuck if he's racist. One, because racism at the forefront of their mind. And two, because it doesn't impact them. Mm-hmm. So that's how things, that's how people like Donald Trump are allowed to be who he is because of the apathy and the lack of empathy for certain issues. People look at the things like him refusing to rent to black people or him or him ripping off uh contractors that were Mexican owned or exploiting illegal immigrants to build businesses and then not pay them. People look at that and dismiss it because one, it doesn't directly impact them. And two, they know he'll never do that shit to white people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, yeah, a snake. And I know that snake is poisonous, but that snake hasn't bitten me. So I really don't care yet. It's an ignorant point of view, but that's, that's how people live their life. Uh, and, and, you know, and it's short-sighted. It's very short-sighted of us as people, as a whole. Mm. Okay. Hey, everybody has their opinions on that. Man, I'm indifferent. He's, he does some things I like. I like the foreign policy. And I like what he did with the economy and for Black folks and First Step and all that. I don't like the fact that he talked too much, and I don't like the fact that he lets people rattle him too much because that's not a good sign as a president that you can let anonymous people rattle you. Would you would you describe would you describe Donald Trump as an alpha male? Yes. I wouldn't. We think differently. That's the beauty of life. That is the beauty of life. And that's why I said people, you know, that's and that's part of that right there. That little back and forth right there. That's part of why I say people don't fit in boxes because the reasons why I don't think he's an alpha male are probably points that are moot to you that you think don't matter. Like, for example, I see how Donald Trump talks about China, right? I see how he condemns him about the coronavirus and so many other things. 
This man would not say a single negative thing about Russia. That to me says somebody in Russia has your card or you legitimately fear them or you're a traitor. It could be it could be one of those three things. Um, Russia has put bounties on Americans heads and instead of the usual like Twitter storm or Twitter storm or shout session that he'll give to China or anybody else, he goes, well, America does it, too. You're talking. You're talking about our partner. about Russia because Russia could touch him. Could touch him from his house. China got to go. China got to go somewhere else to touch him. And and that's why. I'm, and that's why I said he's either a traitor, they have his card, or he's not an alpha male. If if I'm if I'm the if I would drop any like conspiracy let's say he's not a traitor let's say he's not a traitor they either have his card or he's not an alpha male and the thing is you know donald trump tweets so much that we can see the differences in how he responds to people donald trump has been very 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 disrespectful to women before and during his term of election but when uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, the right hand woman for the one pet, the one super pedophile dude, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein, got elected, he was like, oh, I wish her well. That says something to me. Mm. That says something to me. You know, I, I always tell people to look for look for the things, look for the messages that aren't that aren't directly said. Look for the words that aren't said. I wish her well. It was like, oh, that's but that's not how you talk. That's not how you commonly talk to women. So why do you wish this woman well? Mm. Oh, 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 America does it too. That's not how you commonly talk to our allies or enemies. So why are you talking to Russia like this? It says things to me. Well, you know what's gonna happen. He he starts talking reckless to Russia. That motherfucker that motherfucker bombs Chernobyl and the whole world aft. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm curious to see what happens when his presidency is up, whether it's up this election term or the next one. I would be very curious to see if he if he jumps oh, up and runs. I make this joke all the time. Yeah, we y'all gonna miss that, man. Oh, you know what? People are people they are definitely gonna miss him. People are definitely gonna list, miss them because as much as people love the post on Facebook, they don't like drama and they don't do drama. They they love drama. Don't people listen. Love Let me drama. Say Never listen to somebody say they don't like drama. Oh, for sure. Never, because I'm 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 drama free. What did you say two weeks ago about your baby daddy? How the nigga wasn't shit. Is that not drama? But you know, you tell people that, and then you know they ask who hurt you. Let's talk about that. The black woman playbook, and then we'll get up out of here. Alpha woman, that's that's the foreword. That's the that's how the foreword starts. Alpha woman. He I am woman, hear me roar. How do you feel about our women with the shaming tactics? Because I just give it back to them and then they don't like it. And if you um, don't say anything, they feel like they punked you. But isn't that observe? Isn't that behavior that you would observe from men too? Yes, and I also said this on somebody's post. I said that who's the because they accused men. Well, this chick accused me of saying that us black men don't build anything, and all we do is gossip and fuss and fight. And I said, well, who raised them? Oh, and I one hundred percent agree with that. I mean, I feel like you know, I feel like you know, if you. If you by chance happen to be one of those people that you don't like all black men or you don't like all black women based off the selective experience of whom you dated, then you're then you are a ignorant person who has chosen intellectual ignorance. There is no mm. reason for me to believe that the small number, like the small number of women compared to the women in a row that I've had the pleasure of interacting with make up the rule and not the exception 
for all the women in the world, for all the black women in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, that you know, that's that's intellectual ignorance. So me personally, if if a black woman said those things to me, all men do is argue and destroy, they don't build anything, I would easily just say to her, then you don't know any black men. Mm, say it again. <laughs> oh no, don't say that. Say they know too many beta males. I mean, that too. That too, if that's how you want to put it. Then you don't, these they, weak dudes out here, yeah, they'll do anything for a couch and, and, and a sniff. I'm just saying. Yeah, then I, you know, and just like, and it, you know, it's the same retort because I've, I've had black male friends in my life that was like they won't date black women, and when I asked them why, they usually give me, oh, they cheaters or all oh, they disrespectful, but it's like. But other race, but other people of other races cheat and disrespect. Like that Puerto Rican girl that you love her attitude problem, you wouldn't love that coming from a black woman. You take you you view it as disrespect. But it's ignorant to me. Do you it's, think that comes from a place where we've seen it too much and we see it from something else that we're willing to give it a pass? Uh examples definitely are important in the world. Examples, examples, idols, you know, things that we can identify with or identify other things with are definitely important in the world. So they they do indeed play a part. But however, you know, there's no reason for me to turn on my TV and expect every black woman to act like Meg Thee Stallion, just like there's no reason for me to turn on my TV and expect every black woman to act like Claire Hustable. Claire Haskell did have her ratchet moments, though. Don't do that. She did, but it was that classy ratchet that I like. Yeah, <laughs> I love black people. We'll take a negative and put it in right behind the positive. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was telling, I was telling my friend that my favorite thing about black people is my least favorite thing about black people. Tell black them. people take shit way too fucking far. You give a nigga a rope, they'll become a cowboy. I swear. Say it again. I swear. It is my favorite and least favorite black thing about black people all the time. Because it's like, hey, you know that record? I'm about to go break that shit. But on the same whim, I've seen black people make a bad situation worse. Oh. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I'll give you an example of that. I was talking to this. I wish I had pulled it up, but. I was talking to this woman, I think, like a month or two ago, and I said, "Black folk, our, one of our main problems is we like taking things." Because she was talking about cultural appropriation and things that we put out in society, and I said, "Yeah, and guess what? Black folk take that and redline it, meaning they take it to the extreme." But then she got mad at me because I said other races will take it and somewhat normalize it. And then it becomes social norm. Highly like okay. We'll see. Uh, so yeah. here's the, so here's the difference for me. And mm-hmm. like this is and for me, right? So like um I remember my dad telling me not to wear my do rag outside because police officers look for it. Right. Mm-hmm. I also remember opening up Facebook or Instagram or something and seeing Kylie Jenner model a new head wrap that was a fucking do-rag. It was a shiny do-rag. I remember that. was funny as hell. So, that's cultural appropriation. Yes. But I think the problem comes and it's something that we really can't even do anything about it because it's the natural flow of things. The problem comes is that when white people get hip to something that black people do and you know, white people already have the lion's share of like media mm-hmm. and things like that. When they get hip to it and it blows up like that, they don't know the intricacies that we, you know, they don't know the things that we've gone through with the do rag. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They don't know. They don't know what the do rag means for us. Right. They just see it and they're like, Oh, black people rocking this and this is cool. So let me do it. And then the problem is, you know, Kylie Jenner doesn't go back and say, hey, y'all praising me for this do-rag, but y'all don't know that 
um, police are using this as some quote unquote marker for black people that may be up for no good or black people that are thugs or something like that. Nobody goes back and does that due diligence for us. And that's my problem. When you talk about when you talk about culture vultures, if you're going to if you're going to talk about if you're going to take something from our community and, you know, bring it into a new space, you know, give back. Mm. Give back because, I mean, it's the natural it's the natural progression of things, you know, Um, for example. I'm surprised Asians ain't come for us for taking soy sauce. I mean, hey, because, you know, because we they don't all, care. Yeah. Because they're yeah. going to money off of it regardless. Because, you know, we need I mean, to start like, having that mindset, black folk. If you're going to create something, make sure you copyright it. So then when they do right. take it, you have your paperwork in order. Right. And I mean, let's take something that we all know about, you know, like fried chicken. We got all the stereotypes. Black people love fried chicken. Black people love fried chicken and watermelon. You niggas love that chicken at Popeye's. We got all this shit about it, right? Fried chicken is an Irish thing. Mm-hmm. And white people consume more fried chicken than us anyway. Yeah. So it's like... But again, that's where I said the redlining. Niggas take it too far. Mm-hmm. Niggas are out there on video talking about, I got these sandwiches, $25 a pop. But that's part of a larger issue. And we can we can talk about it on a bigger day. Yeah. When it comes to black people and black culture, we are the most scrutinized and we are the most, yeah, we're most scrutinized, the most imitated and the most magnified in the public eye. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and we do it to ourselves sometimes. Look at how serious we take, we take hip hop, for example, like, you know, um um biting isn't a bad thing because it's plagiarism it's bad because it's like oh you didn't really live that life you know it was a big deal when people found out rick ross didn't really live that life but you know it's plenty of country singers and stuff you know that that i guess saying about lives that they weren't living they were making good music everything that we do on this planet is held to a different standard we are the most stressed people on this planet. Mm-hmm. At, maybe not on this planet, but at least in this country. Because when we do anything, it's all it's it's always up for criticism more than it's up for praise. Mm. Anything, even if white people set us up for it, you know, you know, in my adulthood, I've heard white people bring up affirmative action and how and how it's unfair for black people. You know my entire adulthood, but nobody talks about how white women have been the, b- the biggest beneficiary of <laughs> affirmative action. Nobody talks about how, when there is a movement for minorities, it's often hijacked by feminism, by white feminists, in a turn that's in a turn that goes either get behind this with us, or we're just gonna step, or we're or we're gonna use your movement and your platform to step on and above you. Nobody talks about those things. Mm. You know, it's part of the reason why it's part of the reason why um, we are so aggressive. We are so braggadocious because if we don't brag, you will forget that we're great. At some point in time, at some point in time, at some point in time, the NBA was all white. At some point in time, Jerry the West top, King. Uh, yeah, at some point in time, the top 100 players were white. At some point in time, the top 50, the top 25 players were majority white. Go look at it now. At one point in time, a few years ago, they people actually was like trying to get another basketball league for white people because they thought it was unfair for blacks. Mm. You know, Usain Bolt, fastest man on the earth, just had his record broken by a black woman. 
football, you're seeing you're seeing the the last of the great white quarterbacks. You have Russell Wilson. You have Patrick Mahomes. Well, according to his mama, you shouldn't label him as black. Oh no, he said, "What do you call him? Don't call him Patrick." What she say? I forgot what she said. She said, "Don't call him." <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. It, I guess it depends on if you if you do the one. But Dwayne drop. Haskins got benched because he won't be quiet. Yeah, I mean, I guess it. I guess it depends on if you do the one drop rule or whatever. But you know, we constantly have to remind people. You know, they they love they love to teach us about uh, Martin Luther King and George Washington Carver because Martin Luther King had the turn the other cheek philosophy, and George Washington Carver made a whole bunch of dope shout out of peanuts. Shout out to him. But you know, they don't want to teach you about victorious, aggressive black people. Yeah, for they don't want to teach you about X. They don't want to teach you about yeah. the ten tenants. Yeah, because tenth. you know, you know, they don't want to teach you that the whole food stamps snap thing came from the Black, black Panther Party. Yeah, and they also don't want to teach you that white people use those benefits more <laughs> than anyone else. Eh, that's more Jews, but we ain't gonna talk about them. Not today. Do you do you differentiate between the two? I kind of do because Jews don't even consider themselves white. They just call themselves Jews. I mean, I on optics, they look white, but they're gonna say they're not gonna say I'm Caucasian. They're gonna say I'm Jewish. They lead with that first. I can see that. Because thankfully, my father, you know what he does. He I've been around every race since I was six, so I understood a lot of their cultures and. I've heard a lot of the Jewish. I didn't even know they were Jewish. I just figured they were white people. They were like, oh, no, I'm Jewish. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So pretty soon, if they get their way, Jewish will be another race. Shout out to Nick Cannon. He was right, but he, he said it at the wrong time. Uh, Yeah, delivery delivery and messenger is important. But he was right. I like my wife. But Where's he was right. Black people in delivery. Well... As someone, as like, I I I know you don't know, uh, much about me, but I've spent a lot of time working in kitchens, and I was in the military. Brother, I I cook, I've been cooking for eleven years. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you know you don't have some people in your kitchen, you know, and you know a kit, you know, restaurants and food. That's an alpha dominated career field. You ain't a lot about that. But, but, that is a, but you that, can also say there's a, it is an alpha-dominated society, but a lot of people have made us. Well, I would say I would say that that kitchens have a large concentrate have a large concentration of alpha personalities. Yes. More than any other job. I think we can yeah. agree on that. Um, Maybe construction, but... Okay. I yeah. never did construction, so I don't know. But I know every kitchen I've been in Mm-hmm. A types everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, what was I saying? Oh, um, I say that to say, when you look at like the world and the people around us, I think alpha. You know, I really, I really do believe alphas can lead other alphas because I have an A type personality, and I don't have a problem with my boss as long as I view my boss is competent and they have an A-type personality. If we agree on the direction and, you know, they set out the standards, it's like, cool, bet. I'm here with you. Let's do it. I agree. I've also been a person who's gotten into a lot of trouble in both my kitchen and military career by speaking out against my supervisors and bosses when I felt like they were incompetent or incapable of doing their job. Hmm. So I believe, I believe everything takes practice. There's no good leadership without good followership. And there's no good leader that isn't a good follower. I 100% believe that. No, that's a fact. Because you had to watch, you had to watch the person lead. I feel as though alpha women, alpha women's ability to function in a relationship isn't the isn't 
directly codependent on them being an alpha. It's codependent on them having the leadership and followership skills. Because if we're both going in the same direction and you're one step ahead, there's no reason why I shouldn't follow you. Mm-hmm. And then vice versa. And if you become disrespectful for that, you're a crazy person. If you become detached, if you become un- unfaithful, you are a crazy person. If we hear rocking with each other and there's no cheating, no nothing, and you and you the one that come up with all the ideas or not you, but like whatever woman I'm dating, they the one that come up with all the ideas and all the next steps. And I agree with them. Then so be it. You know, I don't think that I don't think that relationships are necessarily like one missile. I think they're like I think they're kind of like two fighter pilots. Mm. Two fighter pilots and in formation, you know, being ready to handle something because, you know, we have the dynamic where we have feminine and masculine energy. And, you know, what that becomes a lot of um, nature versus nurture. I am a very nature person. You know, if I have a family one day, wife and kids, you know, there will be times where my kids need nurture and I'm going to follow my wife through those times when it comes to interacting with my kids. Let me know what my kid needs. You can have an A-type personality and still be a nurturer. You have an A-type personality and still be feminine because it's not about it's not about masculine or aggressive energy or anything like that. Alpha is like, hey, I got this. I'm confident that either I'm going to handle it or I'm going to figure it out. Mm. Beta type, beta type people to me are people who when they lack a leader they lack direction i know where i'm going i know who i am i know who i feel about myself no matter if i'm in a relationship or not i'm currently single but you know i have my goals you know financial educational and i even plan to move soon and the women that are in my life i've actually told them like Hey, look, I'm not looking to date nobody until these goals are met. These goals come first, you know. And and I've met women who've done the same thing. But these are functions of, like I said, these are functions of tools and skills that you develop over life because there's nothing in this world that you can do to include breathing and eating that doesn't come with practice. (laughs) So if you want to be a better partner in relationship, you need to realize that one, like I said very early in the podcast, you have the most agency over your life. And with that, you are the common denominator. Ladies and gentlemen, in all your relationships, professional, romantic, platonic, family, you are the common denominator. The answer may not necessarily mean that you're a bad person but it could mean that you choose bad people to be in your life. But I encourage everybody to look within themselves for the answers to their problems. Because at the end of the day, if I get into a relationship with a quote unquote alpha woman and she starts disrespecting me because she discovers that she makes more money, it's up to me to stay or leave. And when you make that decision, when you take your life into your own hands, that's when you become an alpha. You are a beta when you let other people dictate how you feel about yourself, how you live your life. You're an alpha when you realize you have the agency over your life. Right. And, folk, we're going to end it there. You got to end it on a high note. A little fun, sometimes fun. Yes, and for all those wondering, yes, I did culture appropriate that from Scarface, so leave me alone. <laughs> you doing the hand rub, too? And I did the hand rub. <laughs> if I had a big old pile of snow right here, I'd, about to, I'd do all that. But 
this was fun. I appreciate you coming on. So before you yeah. leave, please let people know where they can follow you at. And I'm getting out of here because my food is going to be here soon. And I'm trying to get something to eat. Follow me on Instagram at, at longlivec. There is currently no Facebook. I deleted it. That's a different conversation for a different day. I'm going to just leave oh, y'all. we talking about that here, too. I'm going to just leave y'all with a tidbit. I'm going to just leave y'all with the tidbit that people who make and develop social media will not let their kids get on it. So that should be enough to let you know that these are drug dealers saying they will not sell these drugs to their family. So um, follow me on Instagram at long live C changes coming soon. Um, I don't currently have a podcast. I'm considering getting one. I have to work out some things personally, but there will definitely be a platform sometime in the future. Congratulations again on your one year anniversary. Thank you. I hope you have me back. Oh, and well, it was a nice conversation. Tomorrow, we're gonna we're gonna be fun. Oh, bet. Yeah, it's eight o'clock right here, and you know, you see my co-host, you'll see me. I was considering trolling with my MAGA hat that I bought from Chinatown, but she told me not to do it. So <laughs> I'm not MAGA. I just my friend bought it for me for five bucks. I dared him to buy it for me. He bought it for me. And my wife's still not happy. It's in the house, but whatever. I just used it to troll. I mean, and, yeah, go ahead. I mean, it, it says MAGA. You can remix that to to mean anything you want it to mean. Yeah, so. no, you know, black folks, we remix it. We say be a, a Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Make America Great Again. Reagan used it. Clinton used it. I mean, you know, it's Trump. You know, Trump you must know. be black because, like you said before, everything black people do is amplifying and scrutinize. He must be black. You know, um, something I'll leave you with, and I'll leave mm. your listeners with as well. Trump, Trump and Colin Kaepernick had the same message. Yeah. You know, at the you know they those things virtually happened at the same time with Kaepernick kneeling and Trump running for election, and Kaepernick said. America is not up to the standard that I wanted to be at. And Trump ran on the on the message of make America great again, which would which would say America is not at the standard at which it should be. So take that as you will, learn from it, meditate on it. That's all I got. That'd be a hell of a mixtape. All right, folks. We're going to get out of here. Thank you again. Take care. Stay safe. And wear your mask so you can get your supplies. Just don't have it over your nose. I'm out of here. Peace. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.